0: You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I'm NCBA's Senior Director of Policy Communications, and joining us this week is Scott Yeager, NCBA's Chief Environmental Counsel. Scott, thanks for joining us again. Thank you for having me, sir. All right. Well, the big news out of D.C. this week is obviously Bryce Harper going to the Phillies, but we're not going to talk about that because this is not a baseball podcast. The second big story out of D.C. this week is, of course, the Senate confirming Andrew Wheeler as the EPA administrator on Thursday by a vote of 52 to 47. Um, Scott, now what does that mean? Obviously, we had Scott Pruitt um, for the first uh, year and a half or so of the Trump administration. Um, How is... Administrator Wheeler going to be different than Administrator Pruitt from a policy standpoint, specifically uh, on the issues that affect cattle producers?
1: So Wheeler is going to be exactly in line with the agenda that the Trump administration has laid out on, on big issues for us, like WOTUS, Circular EPCR reporting, groundwater, all those big things. So it's not going to change what's happening at the EPA. But what it does now is it lends him credibility now that he's no longer the acting administrator he is the official administrator as the Senate confirmed yesterday and he now has a little bit more uh, power to to execute the agenda. So that's a really good thing. you know one of the biggest issues with this administration is the lack of officials that are uh, you know running these agencies. So having a, a wheeler officially in there, He is going to be there for the rest of this administration. That's a really good thing for our uh, regulatory reform
0: efforts. Okay, and of course, I guess the highest profile issue that we have with uh, EPA right now is the the repeal of BOTUS last year and replacing it with a new water rule. Um, Can you give us an update on on where that water rule stands and and how folks can make their voices heard on that?
1: So the new water proposal currently has an open comment period. It's a 60-day comment period. Which means comments close April fifteenth, so it's more important now than ever before to get your voice heard in this process. We are in the home stretch of votus, and we have the potential to get a really good outcome here. Get a new rule that clarifies the extent of federal jurisdiction, and provides uh, clarity and safeguards for waters that are truly federal. Okay, this is a big deal, so we need to get our voices heard. We have policy.ncba.org for producers to file comments directly with the EPA and Army Corps of Engineers. We made it as easy as possible for producers to get their voices heard by going to policy.ncba.org.
0: Okay, that website, once again, in case you didn't get it, policy.ncba.org. The deadline for filing comments is April 15th, so get that done right away. Um, And then finally, the the Green New Deal. Can you give us an update on that? People are still talking about that. Um, There was a a report that came out this week that said that um, if you add up the cost of all of the things in there, it would cost about $93 trillion to implement, which of course is, you know, about Three or four times the entire size of our nation's economy about about what twenty times the the annual federal budget, so um I don't know where they're going to get this money to do all these things that they want to do, but can you give us an update? I heard that Senator McConnell may schedule a vote at some point in the Senate. um where do you see this going down the road so
1: McConnell had originally set this up to be a vote pretty early on. And now he's changed that timeline so that he's looking at a fall, winter time frame to set to have the actual vote on the Green New Deal. Now you might be asking yourself, well, why did he change that game plan? Well, you just described something really important, Ed. It's that basically the Green New Deal doesn't hold water if you actually think about it. If we're saying that the cost of implementing these this deal is, you know, orders of magnitude more than our national GDP. That is a really good talking point for our opponents of that. So I think McConnell caught on to that and has actually extended the time frame for us to be able to talk about it and show how patently ridicul- ridiculous this is while also being able to tell our story about how cattle producers are doing the right thing, are a, a minuscule portion of overall greenhouse gases, and are actually doing a lot of good things to keep carbon in the ground
0: yeah, absolutely. And of course, we took the opportunity when they introduced this to basically just ask some questions that should be asked of them and asked of anybody who wants to take action on this issue. and that's basically answer the questions, What exactly are you proposing? How much is it going to cost? Who's going to pay that? and and oh and how much and what's it going to get us in the end? How much uh, our temperature is going to be affected globally by whatever you're proposing? And oh, by the way, show your math, and they never can. So Scott, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me, Ed.
0: You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef. Check us out online at policy.ncba.org and follow us on Twitter at, at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.